Welcome back to Coffee and Tequila. You want to do it at the same time? No, let's do it at the same time. Okay. One, two. Welcome back to Coffee and Tequila. My name is Zach. On Wednesdays. And Wednesdays and Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. Um, my name is Zachary Patton Garcia. And I'm Alistair Patton Garcia. And we're husbands, we're lovers, we're married, we're here, and we're on the couch today because our studio, we just got, we've been like putting in new shelves and stuff, like new yes. stuff. It's already full. Honestly, we shouldn't be putting anything in, but it's very tight in there. It, it's a mess in there right now. So we're we're in here. Um, yeah, we decided to take a little bit of a break. Look, it's just like a cozy, it's like a cozy morning show this time. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've got my tea. Hmm. I've got my tea. I have coffee over there, but I don't know if I can really move. I um, think you can. I have been speaking of uh, speaking of nothing. I don't know. It doesn't have anything relation, but I've been like seeing every time I go scroll through TikTok, I keep seeing these clips of like a gay show, and it's got the guy from like Desperate Housewives, um, Susan Myers. When Susan Meyer leaves, um, Mike Delfino, she gets like a new boy toy, and he is in this like gay show, and it's like this gay guy. And he has, like, this love affair and love relationship with, like, this 17-year-old. And I just realized, because I've always heard people talk about Queer as Folk, right? Oh. But I've never watched it. I'd never watched Queer yeah. as Folk, but um, I keep seeing the clips pop up on my TikTok now. And I guess, like, it, there's a resurgence, and people are now starting to watch it. Um, and it kind of makes me want to watch it. I watched it when I was younger, and, I mean, the the storyline, you know, between, like, the high schooler and the full-grown adult was a little weird but it was also a lot of people's experience well i had to so. i really like because I, I was going through sort of the relationship timeline through these tiktoks and i didn't realize that he was in high school before i saw it and it's so wild right because these were the representations that we had is yeah. that that might have been somebody's experience right but i mean it wasn't the most wholesome experience and it just reminded me of like the uh, the sort of queer relationships that I would look up to, like I was like super into. <laughs> well, uh, a Beecher and Keller from Oz. Yeah, <laughs> so it, 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 it was a little problematic. That was a terrible relationship for me to look up to, but I thought that relationship was so cute. I'm like, he broke his arms, but he still loves him. He still loves him. That's his baby boy. You know, you, you made so. me watch a couple of those clips, and then I went on a binge of just on YouTube. Because some, some, sometimes people get obsessed with, like, uh, couples, and they'll just, like, clip out everything about the couple. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. for all well, of the what, seasons. That's what happened with that show. And yeah. that's what I watched, and it was devastating. Um, I, I, I did that, and I also did that for Holly Oaks. There was, like, a... a, a I don't know if I've seen that one either. Holly Oaks is really good. Mm. Um, it's a British uh, drama. Um, I think it's daytime drama. But... Uh, now that we're talking about this, the the new Queer as Folk is so freaking good. It it, it was canceled, and there's a lot of Buffy references. Oh, too. was it good then? It was very was good. good. But is they also <gasps> they also flirt with that well, then, high school storyline. Uh, so too. I am in like a I am like new to the Queer as Folk universe. Yes, and the the queer QCU. Okay. Yes, the QCU, and so. Was the new Queer's Folk related to the old Queer's Folk? Was it like in the I, same universe? I don't know uh, because they never really got far enough to explore that. Mm. You know, because it would have been cool if eventually we'd seen one of the characters from the old Queer's Folk. Uh, devastating. Uh, but it, it was in a new location and it took place after a uh, club shooting. I do know that. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, kind of loosely based off. Well, course. I do know that um, they didn't end up together. This 
grown man and this high schooler didn't end up together because I did skip to the end and had to look up what, how the, their relationship ends, ends up. Well, yeah. there you go. They don't end up together. They get engaged and they hold an engagement party and announce that they're not going to be engaged no more. But at this point, the guy, like the, Raquel, at this point, the seventeen-year-old is is an adult. We'll get to that. We'll get to Raquel. Yeah, we call her Rachel. She's not Raquel Sorry, anymore. Rachel. She's Rachel. Uh, that was way off topic. Anyway, that wasn't even a thing. I was just kind of like looking at TikToks for a second. Um, but what I wanted to like have our int- little intro conversation be is like I, another thing on TikTok. I keep seeing this. This conversation comes over, comes back like every couple months, right? So I'm, if you've already heard it, I, I apologize, and you can just hear it again, or you can skip through this part. I mean, but I think we've all heard this conversation. Um, yeah, the conversation and sort of the debate about splitting the check, and when you go out with a group of friends, do you? split the check evenly say you go out with a group of four friends right and the bill comes out to one of the examples i saw was the bill comes out to like four hundred dollars do you split it evenly so that each person pays a hundred dollars or do you just pay for your meal and it's a hotly debated topic and I, it just keeps coming up every couple months and i i'm surprised we haven't even talked about it yet. so are we already assuming in the situation it's kind of like when you're like in new york city or europe where they don't split it for you so that's a new thing, right? Is like, especially since I don't know how it was in New York pre-COVID, but especially while we've been there, they don't do they don't do the split in the check thing. They'll take mm-hmm. like maybe two cards max, right? But then that's it. They're not. There. It was so like three. We cards had to. Max. Well, we had. To, that's what we had to experience, and you know, then Venmoing people and making sure that everybody gets paid for whoever put their card down. Um, but then there's tons of other restaurants like post-COVID that now will not split the check entirely you know i think it's more common in places like like texas where they do that because i don't think we've ever been to a place in texas where they don't do that um i'm sure there are but we haven't been to any place like that but um i don't know what do you what do you think so i i'd say if it's a place that already splits your check for you then obviously you're not gonna split you know the bill um secondly really a little bit depends on how uh, stressed or, or pressed for time I am because <laughs> because uh, we basically split one of our first nights in New York I think that we had like a bunch of people at the table and uh, yeah. um, I ended up paying for the bill for the table and then like annoyingly just like trying to split it from the items on the receipt mm-hmm. and letting people know hey this is what to Venmo this is what to Venmo and tallying, that was tallying up everybody's orders individually. That was very yeah. annoying. Yeah. So uh, I, in that kind of situation, I'd prefer to just split it, you know, because we were sharing drinks. We were sharing like sangria, pictures of sangria. That's different, though. It's like, like we were getting group pictures of sangria, right? Yeah. But like what if in a situation you guys are each getting like everybody gets their own meal and everybody gets whatever drink, individual drinks they were want, right? Like it's not like everybody's getting a picture to share. Everybody's getting their own individual drink. I don't want to pay for everybody else. I've been seeing, but that's the hot part, right? That's the hot button part is like everybody who says that, the other people are being like, you're just, if you're, if you're poor, just say you're poor. If you're broke, just say you're broke. I'm like, I guess I'm broke because I don't want to be paying. If I'm, if my, I don't know, yeah. if my shit is costing like 40 bucks, I don't want to pay a hundred and something just to settle out the, the total, you know? Yeah, but I, I always feel better being slightly more gracious with paying for things than feeling like I not not necessarily being a cheapskate, but feeling like um, a little bad because I didn't pay for something. Well, 
Maybe. And I guess it just, it is very situational, right? Like you just said, like sometimes out of convenience, it's better for everybody at the table to just split it. Um, also, depending on like who you're with, right? Like I know if we're with Troy and we end up paying for something of his, he will pay, like for example, in, in Las Vegas, when we, we had paid up front for like the Shania ticket or something like that, right? Yeah. And then while we were in Vegas, he bought enough of our stuff that it bought that Shania ticket back, right? Or like if we went out to dinner, if we if we went out to dinner with Troy, I know that if like we paid for his bill or he paid for ours, then you know we'd get him back or he'd get us back in in some other way, right? No, yeah, I, th- I think that's fair because uh, if you hang out with a friend and then you're consistently paying their bill every time and they and they're not getting you back, yeah, or they don't pay it back, then that's then a friend that I want to make sure that I am paying for my shit. That's a friend you meet after dinner. That's a friend you meet after <laughs> dinner at the bar, right? Where they can go up to the bar and get their own stuff real quick. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. I, I guess just call me broke then, because I'd rather just pay for my own shit. I don't want to have to pay for everybody else. I think it just is very situational. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this episode of Kong being sponsored by Helix Sleep. We are actually in the living room right now. We're not on our Helix Sleep mattress, but I would like you to. I've had this idea in my head for like two weeks now, and I really want you to just say yes. Make sure you also point this at yourself. Okay. <laughs> I've already brought this up to you, though. He's a. Uh, I want to bring the mattress in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so cool, right? Because we've been spending all of our time in the guest room. We have like barred off our master bedroom, and we have not slept in there in like a month. It's pretty crazy. Um, so we've been sleeping in the guest room, but there's no TV in the guest room. We have a real big TV in here. This is our biggest TV, and I think it'd just be so cool just for like a week. Just to put our, or maybe a weekend, because I thought about this last week, and I was thought about asking you, but I figured you'd, I thought you'd tell me no. And you're right, yeah. <laughs> but I would just like to bring the mattress in here and just have like a camp out. Do you know how much that would stress me out? <sighs> it's fun, baby. It's fun. It's so fun. We'll, we'll do a day. <laughs> we'll do a day a, on a deep clean day where we have to like remove the mattress. This is as good the, as it gets. Is the comforter on the couch and a couple pillows? That's about it. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I do love it. Helix Sleep makes premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your unique needs. Everybody's different, right? Well, Helix has this sleep quiz that'll match you with the perfect mattress. And it was perfect for us because we could take the quiz as a couple. You know, Alistair is more of a side sleeper. I'm an all-over sleeper. Alistair likes a firm mattress. I like my mattress medium. We took the quiz and we were matched with the Midnight Mattress. Now, one great part to all this is that Helix will ship your mattress right to your door for free in the US. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up, and we've done it twice. And if it makes you nervous to buy something that you haven't tried, well, Helix has a 100 night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. Well, if you or somebody you know is in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get 20% off of your mattress. Plus two free pillows. Two free what pillows? Dream pillows. Yes. <laughs> Today on the Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast, um, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> I'm back with the Vanderpump Rules, okay? I am obsessed. It is my hyperfixation of the moment. and um, it, it is definitely his hyperfixation. Let me tell you, in the last week and a half... Oh, I sped you through that shit. We have been watching it nonstop because he's been panicking uh, that he wouldn't be able to watch the reunion show with me. So I have diligently, as a good husband, I think, Mm -hmm. sat through with you. I need you to understand 
where I'm at with this. And so we, I've like forced him to watch it. We're caught up now, which is great. So now mm-hmm. we're week to week. But the thing is, right, he likes to act like he, uh, I just drug him through this. No, he's into it. He's like super into it. He was looking up all the stuff yesterday. Um, was super into the Tom Sandoval stuff today that came out. And we now have an idea. We're now, because we're week to week, we're like caught up with the current season. And it's week to week every Thursday that we're going to have a special themed cocktail night every every Thursday while we watch it. And that's nice. Yes, we're going to be... Oh my gosh, we should get Ariana's cocktail book. <laughs> the one she has with Sandoval. Well, I mean, we'll he forced himself into cocktails for it. Um, but I think it's a great, good idea. But let me be honest. It was a little bit hard for me to catch on at first. Yes, I figured it would be. I was trying to find like the perfect yeah. season, but also trying to pick a season that was close enough that we would catch up pretty and quick. And I, so it, we started on season six. We flew through that. I would love to take you back to like the first three seasons because I know that you would just die over it. I don't know. Because now, like a spoiler alert, I already know everything that's going to mm-hmm. happen. It's very right? true. Yeah. So it's like, it, 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 it's weird to go back. Maybe I will go back at some point. Uh, but right now we are staying in the present with the Scandoval. Okay. So Tom Sandoval was on the Howard Mandel podcast. It's like called Howard Mandel does stuff or something like this. So Tom Sandoval has not spoken out. He like, they, they already filmed the reunion. They got the reunion out of the way. Um, but nobody has really spoken out. Tom Sandoval and, and his mistress, you just have to be in the know for this, right? So Tom Sandoval for... <laughs> Let me do like a brief recap, okay? So Tom Sandoval has been married to, or not married, they've been in a relationship, but they're not married. Um, But they've been in a relationship for 10 years where they were basically married. They bought a house together. They own property together. Their lives are very intertwined, right? And Tom Sandoval, for the last seven months, has been having an affair with Raquel. Rachel. We call her Rachel because her real name is Rachel. And so she, but she goes by Raquel, but we're going to call her Rachel. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, and then it came out, like, early March that, that they'd been having an affair and blah, 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 and everything blew up, right? Um, they'd already been done. They're in season 10 right now, and they'd already been done filming season 10, and so they went back in to start filming again once the scandal uh, blew up. And so um, it's been hot topic in the news. It's been, like, consistently a hot topic, right? And so they did the reunion. We've had a little bit of, a few leaks, a few, like, tidbits of what's gonna come to it in the reunion, and um, the reunion is really being touted as this this big event, and it was so exhausting for the cast, and uh, it's it's such a big deal that they're gonna even, they're gonna air the reunion as normal on, on Bravo, but then on Peacock, they're gonna have an extended cut of the reunion, right? So, big, big deal. Um, but since the reunion, nobody's really said anything. Now, Tom and... Rachel, <laughs> Tom and Rachel both um, put out statements on their on their social media. Kind medias. of joint, but not joint statements. Kind of joint, but not joint. It was like joint. the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, best, they, 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 they definitely had like, I've seen everybody saying that it was written by PR teams pretty much. So Sandoval went on the Howie Mandel show today. And let me tell you, it was, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm wondering if Bravo gave Sandoval permission to go do this show or if he just like went rogue because it's, he gave a lot of information here and um, Rachel just recently did like a parking lot interview where like paparazzi stumbled upon her which is like she's called the paparazzi yeah. um, and basically gave the reunion highlights right everything that everybody wanted to know has she talked to uh, Ariana like is she, is she with Tom it's like all of these different things that everybody's been wanting to know and been waiting for the reunion for but Tom did the same thing on the Howard Mendel show where he's 
basically giving all of the reunion highlights and recaps, you know? And so, like, every point that we wanted to know already. So I think that they're trying to get ahead of the narrative. I think they already know how bad they look, and they know how bad it's going to be even after mm. the, uh, the whole reunion show. And I think that right now they're trying to get ahead of the narrative before the reunion show happens so that they have... Uh, so that people have, like, context, right? Yeah. For where they're coming from. But like, uh, it, it just all seems ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is really ridiculous. There's a lot going on. In the like, world. It, like it honestly just doesn't seem like he was man enough to break up with Ariana. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Well, that's basically what he said is like in this whole thing, he basically, he said everything that I knew he was pretty much going to say is like, he's basically was in there bashing Ariana, saying that Ariana like punched him and like wouldn't accept uh, a breakup and like was emotionally like had an emotional gun to his head and, and just really wouldn't let him go. Right. And he's been trying to get out of this relationship and like, he's been taking her to the couples therapy. And unfortunately couples therapy was going well because she was growing closer to him, but he didn't want that. He wanted to break up with a couples therapy, you know, like yeah. different things like that. Right. Um, and he just sounds like he said everything that I thought he was going to say. And he sounded even, even more so like so egotistical. So just like, just the well, shittiest well, fucking guy. And, and, and he, he called the relationship a brand, which is funny because he did that during the show, uh, I think this last season, with uh, Tom uh, Schwartz. And Tom Schwartz did not like him calling their friendship a brand. Yeah. He's like, no, this is a, a friendship. He's like, no, but it's also a brand. And I get where he was coming from, but I think that for Tom Sandoval, this is the brand and this is the actual relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also with Tom Schwartz. Well, and he's also like clearly going through a midlife crisis right now, right? And so like it's got this hung, or hung, <laughs> this hot young thing um, that, you know, is like telling him he's so cool and all of these different things, you know? And so like he's going with that and Ariana's like his age and, and you know. She's at his point in life, and they've yeah, bought a yeah, house but, together. But Ariana looks hot too. She, oh my gosh. Ariana is hot. Ariana has a revenge hot. dress. Yeah, she's got a revenge dress at the reunion. We got that look, but like he just trashed her, right? Like if you put somebody through this, and it all comes out, and it's not even just that, right? It's that this is on a public stage, right? He humiliated her on a public stage, and then. It's not even just that, right? Because he could apologize and, and start trying to make things up, try, trying to make things better, but he doesn't. Um, he should be giving her a grace period, like giving her time to heal and go over there. And like, he should be trying to, he, he's not even leaving the house. She yeah, wants him to leave the, the house. house. And he he's like, no, it's my house. This is my house. And I, I shouldn't have to leave if, if, because it's my house. And like legally, yeah, that's true, right? But... Just be, just be a good guy. Be a stand-up guy and, like, leave for a little while. Give her her space. But he's not doing any of that. And he goes on this fucking podcast and is just trashing her, bashing her, and trying to, like, I think he thinks that he's smarter than everybody, mm -hmm. where he, like, has this mask on and thinks that nobody can see through it and that he's just, Tom Sandoval, the good guy, you know, I'm admitting my faults, but, but you know, really, it, Ariana was, was bad. You know, I haven't said anything about Ariana being bad, but I'm going to say it now. Well, and, I mean, that's why he decided to go on Howie Mandel's uh, podcast because Howie Mandel 
except for he, he didn't know anything about the scandal except for what the general population knows is that he cheated on Ariana and everybody's very mad about it. Well, like I suspect with most of our audiences, Howie Mandel does not watch the Vanderpump rules. <laughs> so so he, he just not. he has Tom Sandoval on here and he's just basically going, you know, you made a mistake, dude. I'm sorry everybody's treating you like this. This is this is terrible. It it, it was just like a bullshit podcast. It was so it, it was just the most bullshit interview, and I, I cannot believe that Bravo, like, let him go out and talk about all of this stuff before any of it airs on, on Bravo and, like, airs on the reunion or airs in any of these episodes. And um, there's already talk of, like, maybe Raquel getting in trouble and maybe fined over, you know, her little parking lot interview, you know? And it's it, it would be weird to me if, like, she did, but he didn't over this stuff. I guess they kind of have to keep the scandal in the news still. That's what I, I think they're doing because they also had uh, Tom Schwartz on what, Watch What Happens Live, right? Mm-hmm. And he talked briefly about... The reunion as well. Yeah. And then uh, we even saw, oh gosh, what was it? We saw Jackson Brittany on Watch What Happens Live. Oh gosh, they're on the like day that they were going to do the freaking press tour. The, the Jackson Brittany are, were cast members of Vanderpump Rules who got fired a couple years ago and, or they left, whatever, whatever happened. And, but they haven't been on it in a few years. And now, because of Scandal, they're like doing their own little press tour for press it tour. and promoting their podcast. Um, it's just like wild. It's every, it's, it's, it's because it's been on for so long. I feel like, I don't know these people, but if you know, you well, on TV, you kind of feel you know, you're into the drama. Yeah. You kind of feel like you know these people, and then you know this sort of scandal happens, and they were on their last leg, man. Like this show was going to be canceled at some point because it just wasn't the spark wasn't there anymore, and it hadn't been there for a few years. And I feel like this has sparked some interest. In, of course, it sparked interest in it again. Like everybody's talking about it, and and like I I I, I even on TikTok, everybody's showing you know people. Vanderpump Rules for the first time, and like we're just seeing tons of Vanderpump Rules content. Um, so there's obviously interest, but I, I just don't know. Like, I feel like this has definitely bought them season 11, but after that, I'm like, well, I, I mean, I don't at this know. point, you know, I think the ratings, especially with the reunion and maybe the premiere of the next season, are going to be really high. So I would say take advantage, guys, you know. Put, Put, plug as many businesses as you have. <laughs> Get on and Dancing then, with the Stars. And then maybe plan like, a, I do think a spinoff would be good for them. Mm-hmm. A spinoff focusing maybe not on the, because obviously this isn't about the Sir staff anymore, but mm-hmm. make one about the Sir staff or the new generation of Vanderpump Rules. And the other one, we actually talked about this a little bit, Vanderpump Row. <gasps> Because they basically own like all the buildings in that that area. I think yes. they should just buy up a few more. They'll have a sandwich shop. Do the sandwich shop there. They should do. I don't think uh, the sandwich shop is there technically, pump. but it Not should yet. be. It should be. And then they should just call it Vanderpump. The, well, the, the, uh, Lisa was saying it was going to be like five shops down. I don't know. It should. They should just do that. Um, you, <gasps> oh my gosh! What? And uh, I, isn't there like uh, Paris Hilton's? Um, aunt, doesn't she own a shop on that street? I have too? no idea. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Kyle, Is the, that her the name? Kyle store. I don't know if that's there. I don't know. I would assume so, right? I thought it was. I feel like we I, saw that in the show, didn't we? I thought, I, yeah, I thought that was like next to. I don't know. Um, what is the like deal breaker in our relationship? What is what is your deal breaker? What would get you to actually divorce me? You divorcing me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We've um, talked no, about I, I, it. Did, did, I, I think that we have talked about. Uh, I don't know. I, 
I definitely think intent is also very important because, you know, I, I could get over, and I, I know a lot of people don't like us or me saying this, but mm-hmm. um, I could get over you cheating on me. But we I told I, that I, to my grandparents one time. Do you remember when we told that to Granny and Papa? Did we? Yeah. We were talking about, I think they talked about cheating. They were talking about it because I think it was the whole thing with my parents. What was going on with my oh, parents yeah. at the time when we were having a conversation with my granny and papa about cheating and they said that cheating would have been a huge deal breaker for them. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a deal breaker for us because we've, we've talked about it. And I, I think, I mean, obviously there's cheating outside of the rules of your relationship, right? Like every relationship has their own rules and their own what's allowed, what's not allowed. And if you step outside of that, clearly knowing what's been, rules have been defined, yeah. then then that's considered cheating, right? But like what you consider cheating might not be what we consider cheating and, and vice versa. No, I also think the intent is really important because yes. I think that if you're maliciously cheating on me just to hurt me, mm. I think that'd be much different. Well, than you. And I think if you, if you had a full blown relationship for like seven months, yeah, that's, that's different. I than, don't think I could stay with yeah. you for something like that. Um, yeah. But if you, I mean, See, I don't want to say it either because I don't want to like give each other, <laughs> each other passes. I could get over cheating, I think, just like a like a one night stand yeah. or something. Or you want to try it out? Maybe even like I'm just kidding. Like some some. I, 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 there's things I could get over, right? But like a seven month relationship where you're like in love with somebody else, it just it feels like you were already getting over me anyway. Like just like it feels like Tom was very much getting over Ariana, but like Ariana didn't know that, you know. So, so seven month relationship bad. Six months? Mm, testing it. Hmm? I'm trying to see where the line Five is. Five months is your, is your sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what have we been watching, though? Jury duty. Oh, my gosh. Jury duty. I've yeah. been seeing these clips on TikTok, and I, w- I was thinking that these are, these are hilarious. I've been sending them to Zachary because I've been uh, wanting us to watch something that wasn't. <laughs> Vanderpump finished Rules. Vanderpump, and like, I've been um, letting him kind of just like lead the way now. Yes. Yes. Uh, um and I, I put it on. I, I made sure Zachary was paying attention. And it's hilarious. They put out the first four episodes. I think it was last week. Um, and uh, basically, Jury Duty is kind of a mockumentary uh, where everybody in the show is an actor doing improv except for one guy who thinks that this is a real, uh, a, a, a real court case. And we get to see him uh, really experience the whole thing. And we get to see him react to stuff. And we get to see him suggest stuff as well. And uh, the other kicker for the show is that, so it takes place, I think, in San Diego. And James Marsden, uh, people know him from Enchanted, X-Men, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, He's on the show as well as a heightened version of himself. Yeah. Um, and which, which just makes it hilarious uh, to me. But we were dying laughing. It's really yesterday. funny because it's all improv actors, right? And so, like, the show, the whole premise, like you just said, is 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 a court case. And so this guy shows up for jury duty, which is, I want to know how he, like, did they slip him a fake letter to show up for jury duty or something? Like, is that how so, that... So uh, he responded to an ad on Craigslist uh, saying uh, basically that... They were going to be doing docu series uh, about a trial. Okay. All right. So it isn't weird that you know there's that there was going to be docu series about a trial, and uh, that, the, uh, it, it was basically pre-selecting people to be part of a jury or possibly be part of a jury. Mm-hmm. And so he showed up knowing it was going to be a documentary and that he was going to be filmed. 
but he didn't know it was going to be fake. So the premise of it is then that there's this criminal case and there's um, for the first time ever because court, I mean, like you, you can't go in and like jury members have to be like, over there, they're not allowed yeah. to really be interacting with like a documentary crew and stuff during the uh, the, the trial. And so um, they have this fake documentary crew that is like, we have permission to come in and talk to the jury members. We're going to follow you as jury members and see how the process is. And it's just fake. The whole thing's fake. And it's filled with improv actors and James Marsden playing, like you said, a heightened version of himself. Um, the guy shows up for jury duty and we start introducing our characters. And it's just it, these actors doing this improv work are so impressive and like how they there are times where they break a little bit and they'll start laughing at what's especially going if on. he's not watching them and they'll if just they're not laughing. if he's not watching them if they're like <laughs> sitting him because they do this thing where they'll like line up all the jury members in like three rows yeah. and have like a group interview and he's like in the center and it's so fucking funny because he's in the center and really doesn't realize that these are all actors around him but he'll like be reacting to these most ridiculous things because they they set up sort of these hijinks while the trial's going on like there's an old lady who's like next to him who keeps falling asleep and he is like the foreman of the jury so he's like has to keep everybody in line and the old lady keeps falling asleep and the judge keeps like reprimanding him for not keeping the old lady awake and so he'll like tap her and he'll be like hey you have to stay awake I'm getting in trouble over here he'll look back at the the jury and then like the next shot you see is the old lady is sleeping again <laughs> and so he's like reacting to all these things and how ridiculous everything is and like you'll see some people crack around him and like just start smiling or like like yeah. they're really trying not to laugh it's just so funny it's such a funny show I, and I, I, I keep on thinking that at the end of it he's gonna be like it wasn't real, but it was it was real to me. It was real to me. It was real to I know me. because I'm now I'm like super invested in their friendships. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, you don't know any of them. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, Ronald, those are not their that's not even their names. Uh there's this odd man who likes to have odd uh, inventions uh, while he does stuff. Oh, that was so and, sweet. Uh, that he, was real nice. He took him aside and had him watch a bug's life. Because, you know, one of the main characters also yeah. makes inventions that people don't appreciate. And he was like, I just wanted him to, like, really understand, you know, uh, you know where he is in the world and all that stuff. I wanted stuff. him and to understand like, a character like the guy in Bugs, that he's like the guy in Bugs Life, yeah. you know. He's, like, got all these things going on in his brain, and he's he's an inventor, and he's, you know, doing things, but he's misunderstood, and everybody thinks he's weird and out of place, and that's kind of like so you. nice. And I'm like, he's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> This, this guy Ronald is just so sweet. I'm like falling in love. No, you can't fall in, fall love. in love. You can't fall in love, especially for not uh, for for between a five to five to seven months. I can fall in love for five months. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm defining the rules of the relationship, guys. Okay, no. our relationship is not your. I highly recommend watching Jury Duty. Um, I do too. So your yours was Jury Duty. I'm gonna say mine. My, I guess we're doing recommendations. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, we don't have time for a whole bunch of them, but I did want to talk about John Wick because I did not think I was going to be a John Wicky. Uh, jo John Wicky hit. Uh, yes, you to this day refuse to watch the first movie. I went on a date to watch the first movie, or I, I went to some guy's house and we watched it together. And we like were cuddling while we were watching it. And when the puppy scene came on and the puppy died, I was like, horrified but i didn't want to look like a wuss and like get up and like have to say i can't watch this puppy die it was, it was like the worst experience that i'd had because i just had to sit there and keep thinking about the puppy dying and um uh, it was it was it put me off the whole the whole thing it was like over 10 years ago and it put me off the whole series and but i gotta tell you john wick chapter four was some epic shit it was epic and it was also two hours and 49 minutes long <gasps> 
When I saw that, because we went to the Alamo Draft House with our friends, and when I saw that, and we've been trying to be good, right? And like, eat portion sizes. Um, yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, Alistair, this is almost three-hour freaking movie. Um, I'm going to get an appetizer. I'm going to get a milkshake. I'm going to get a pizza. I'm going to get all of it. I'm, Did you get a milkshake? I didn't. No, I thought about it. But I was like, I don't want to poop. No. Okay. It happens. If I have the, like... Chips and queso, and then I have a milkshake too. I usually have. It's not a good combo. It's not a good combo. Isn't that uh, good for your tummy? It's not. No, but it it it, it was very good. It was a uh, it it was much longer than all the other John Wicks, and there was just some scenes that were long for no reason, but it was also like hilarious. But you know, it didn't of. feel that long. I don't think it felt like a two hour movie. Yeah, I think it felt like a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> But, I think I just liked it better than you did. No, just, but I really love John Wick. I don't want people to think that I am the John Wick fan. He's trying to take advantage. But I think I, John Wick is just I, amazing, and I've up. always loved John Wick. And I'm um, so glad I've gotten you into John Wick. Uh, I got you into Vanderpump Rules, and I got you into John Wick. I, I count that as a, a, two big wins for this month. I love John Wick. I love John Wick, and I, I think they announced a chapter five too. Well, because this one was supposed to be the last one, but it did so well that now they're. Talking about Chapter Five, I don't think they've announced. Have chapter. they not? No. Well, th- they have announced uh, a s- not sequel. What is it Spin-off. called? Spinoff. Uh, the Ballerina with Ana de Armas. Yes, and he's supposed so, to be in that one. I also. think it might be a slight, a, either a prequel or uh, maybe like it has back flashes. Is it yeah, flashbacks? Flashback. Well, you know what I really liked about this one. I don't care about the Ballerina. You know what I really liked about this one, John Chapter Four, though, is the the Paris setting. So we took a long, like the first hour. You do of love it, a pair The first setting. hour of it was just like I need to. It was before, him before he even gets into some sort of challenge, and then that the the rest of it is him at a challenge, um, trying to save his life. I guess the entire series was just him getting hunted by everybody all it's, the time. It's, it, no, and it's like really never, him. Well, the 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 first one was was a revenge story, and I love revenge stories. And then all, and then everybody's always trying to get him back from that. So he just kills everybody. So then I was just like stressed out for him this whole movie. And but like the pair setting, getting back to my my point is like the pair setting was so good. And we like saw all of these different. We, he didn't have a fight on the Eiffel Tower. I was like really hoping for that one. But there was he went to all of these like monuments and landmarks in, in Paris and had the, all of these like incredibly well choreographed fight scenes throughout Paris. And I just loved all of that. Like that was so cool to me. I do have a question for you. Who do you think could take down John Wick? Okay, so are we obviously Buffy, but I feel like that's you unfair. really threw that one in real fast. Well, I I also feel like it's unfair because she's like a superhero. Let's do speed round. So maybe let's, let's limit it round. to people who are not supernatural. Faith, she is supernatural. Um, Uma Thurman as Beatrix Kiddo. Ooh, good. Yes, I um, think she could take out John Wick. Kate Beckinsale as the angel. Who's the girl in Resident Evil? What Mila, Mila Jojovich? Yes, her. As I would, that was who I was going to say. As herself. <laughs> I feel like uh, just her naturally could do that. Gosh, now, now I have to think about stuff. Oh. oh, the speed run is not going very well. Nobody guy. Ooh, well, I think he could I think take could on. Just, take on. I don't know if he but, could do it. Though. But I, I, I don't think that he could win. You have the nobody guy. Uh, you have. I'm trying to think. 
Britney Spears. No. She could. As long as she's stronger than yesterday. Yes. Um, gosh, what am I thinking about? Uh, need Not Need for Speed. Not Back to the Future. Oh, Tom Cruise? No. Mission Impossible, Tom no. Cruise. Henry Cavill. No. It keeps on getting more ridiculous every time. Fast and Furious. Dom. Dom. Family. Family. Because how'd you take out John Wick? Family. And the and then also maybe The Rock from the same series. Well, then if we're just going with dudes from those series. Um, Nicholas Cage, Ghost Rider. No, no, I don't. I, not a lot of people can take out John Wick. John Wick is like pretty up there. He's pretty impressive. Well, but I, I, I do I, think. I think because also he's like a weapons expert, and a lot of the people we talk about. I mean, they're good at weapons, but. Well, no, I do. I do stick by Beatrix Kiddo. I think Beatrix Kiddo could absolutely take him out. Um, kill John Wick. I thought John Wick must die. I like I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be the last one. That should have been what the last one was yeah. called. Yeah, that should have been what this one was called. Um, yeah. So I think we're winding down here, though. Um, I want to do a movie night or something, but we want to. Um, we wanted to end this one with. Um, there's kind of a question for y'all. Like, what kind of stories? We want to really get back into stories because the whole purpose of this podcast was to tell stories and um, present stories to you guys that you guys may not have heard before or tell stories that you guys have heard before and you'd just like us to talk about it. So, um, big question for for the episode is uh, leave down in the comments what kind of stories you guys want us to hear because we, we do want to get back into telling stories and uh, which ones would interest y'all. I don't know. Yeah, uh, what would you want us to talk about? And and if you think that there's any stories that would interest us, please offer them up. I really appreciate it. And then as always, uh, follow us on we're not on Twitter, on Instagram and TikTok. We're also on TikTok, and then all podcasting platforms. And we would really, really love a thumbs up or a five star review. Um, and then uh, let us know what you like about Coffin Tequila. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All righty. We'll see you guys next time. Adios, gentle viewers.